Kentucky is known for our bourbon, but I think you're going to be shocked to learn more about Kentucky vineyards and wineries today. There are around 65 vineyards and wineries in the state of Kentucky, producing around 200,000 gallons of wine each year. The Kentucky wine industry employs over 10,000 people, with the industry generating close to $1.6 billion in total economic activity in the state of Kentucky. Our wine country sees more than 91,000 tourists each year. On today's podcast, we are chatting with Stacy Settle, Assistant GM and Director of Weddings at Chenault Vineyards. Located on 470 acres of beautiful Kentucky countryside, Chenault Vineyards is located 30 minutes south of Lexington among the beautiful hills of Richmond, Kentucky. You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. Stacey, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for being here. So I've been trying to get you on the podcast for probably six months now. Yes. I know that you've been so busy out here. You're just making things happen every time I'm out here. You've made improvements. So I'm so excited to have you on today and to talk about having a wedding at a winery, a vineyard here in Kentucky. So tell me a little bit about you to start with. Tell me a little bit about your background. I studied at Eastern Kentucky University. I have a degree in public relations and kind of did an emphasis in event planning and communications. I knew that that was an area I wanted to get into, but I wasn't sure what aspect. And then immediately after college, I applied for a job at the University Club at Arlington, which is the country club that EKU actually owns and operates and was accepted there. And there they focus on events for their club members, but they also do outside events, which meant I was interacting with the community. I was doing tons of private parties, which included weddings and very quickly fell in love with that aspect of it and kind of became more of a pseudo day of coordinator. I never officially had that title, but I would definitely help brides and advise them a little bit more than I would my other events just because I loved it so much. And then there were a couple times where maybe their day of coordinator had to step out for whatever reason due to emergencies. And I just slid right into that role, sent the brides down the aisle and just absolutely loved it. And so I knew whenever I was looking to further my career, that that was definitely my next step was um, just an emphasis in wedding planning. And I knew that that's where I wanted to be. And Chanel had that opening for director of weddings. I ended up here and absolutely love it. You've been here about a year and a half? Almost two and a half years now. Oh, two and a half. Yep. Oh, wow. Where has the time gone? Oh, my gosh. It flies <laughs> so quickly. Yeah. So for couples that are listening that are not familiar with Chanel, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about the history here. This is a 500-acre family farm, winery, event venue. But prior to that, it was Acres of Land Winery for I don't even know how many years. I've grown up in Richmond, and for as long as I can remember, that's what it was called. They did close down. I'm not sure of the year, but I know it sat empty for several years. And then the Chenaults um, purchased it and reopened in 2016 under Chenault Vineyards. Slowly started revitalizing the grapevines that had sat dormant, actually producing wines again, opening up the event venues, kind of beefing up the event services, wedding services, and kind of putting themselves back on the map as a wedding venue. When you say the Chenault, so that is a family base here in Lexington. So it's a small business, family owned. 
Are they still very involved in the business? Here in Richmond, and yes. So Ed and Becky are the owners. They have two daughters, Christina and Samantha. And Christina is our general manager who kind of runs things day to day. But the whole family is definitely very involved. Um, It's not uncommon to see them in here on a Wednesday night for a wind down Wednesday or enjoying their Sunday afternoon or to see Ed ride by on his razor or whatever it may be. Like they are very much hands on in this business. And I really enjoy getting to work for a family business. It has that small feel. They know you by name. It's very different than working for a large corporation for sure. And you do make some of your own wine here on the property. Oh, yes. We make lots of wine. Tell so, me about some of your most popular wine. Yeah. So we actually, I think currently on the docket, have 18 different wines. Wow. Now, if you know Kentucky agriculture, you know we're probably better suited for um, tobacco and bourbon. But we do grow four different grape varietals here on property. And those are used in a lot of our blends, like our bovine blush, which I know you love. <laughs> so that's a popular one. But we also import grapes from Paso Robles, from Chile, from um, Niagara to produce on site. But everything is made in the building right behind us by two guys. It really gives it that small feel when you pop open a bottle and know that one of two guys corked that bottle by hand. Our Chardonnay is one of our popular dries, our Cabernet Franc, our Riesling has grown really popular, but our two most populars are the sweet wines, and that is Sam's Fix-It Juice, named after Samantha, the daughter, and our Sunday Best, named after the band who performed here at our first Bob in the Vines Music Festival. If someone wants to do a tour of the wine of the vineyard, can mm-hmm. they do that? Yes, absolutely. We've got information on our website, ChanelVineyards.com. But if you have a big group, you can come in and do a special tour with the winemakers. And they'll even guide you through a tasting. But anybody can stop in on Thursdays and Fridays and go in and do about a 20-minute tour with the winemakers and then get a wine flight. And it's 10 bucks. That's good to know. I'm here for the wine flight. Yeah. We did an event here for Simply Love Studio Vendors um, about a year ago. Okay. And that was really the first time I had got to taste the wine. I am someone that has never really acquired the taste. Like, I keep trying. But the blush wine, I fell in love with it that day. And I don't know what it is about it, but it is probably my favorite wine out there. I'm not just saying that because we're sitting here <laughs> talking. Um, it is the one that I have in my refrigerator right now. And then I also have your new Valentine's Day one of the raspberry chocolate. And that mm-hmm. is incredible. So, I'm a big fan of what you do produce here. It is definitely my favorite that I've had. Glad to hear it. Switching gears into weddings. How long have you been doing weddings here on the property? So me personally, since I got here two and a half years ago, Chanel as a whole, I think they started doing weddings immediately. Um, Obviously, it took a while to plan the first ones. I want to say 2017, maybe. Things really picked up in 2019 for them. And then, of course, COVID. So then they had to really kind of pared down what was happening. And then we saw that resurgence as everyone did after COVID. And my first year here, we did 44 weddings. And I thought, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? And then last year, I believe we did 32, which was a lot more manageable. And then we brought on someone else to help me because I was like, I don't know that I can do all of this. Um, So it was every weekend. And keep in mind, we're an outdoor venue. So that's taking off you know, essentially December through a good chunk of April. So May through November, 44 weddings. Some of those were triple wedding weekends. It was insanity. Now we're kind of seeing things pare down, people booking in shorter ranges, as I've discussed with other vendors. We're still seeing it be very popular, but kind of calming down off of that COVID spike. And if someone isn't familiar with the venue at all, they've never been here, they haven't heard of it before now, 
Talk to me a little bit about your ceremony options, your indoor venue options. The ceremonies almost always take place at the ceremony point, which is this beautiful overlook. It is one of the highest points out in this area, and it overlooks the whole county. Like, I can see downtown Richmond water towers from how high it is. It's absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous tree line. You can see all the surrounding farmland. And from the guest vantage point, it looks like you're on a cliffside. It only tapers down a few feet. So I tell everybody, if you're scared of heights, don't worry. You will not fall off. But it is absolutely beautiful. Um, From there, it's this paved pathway down to um, either the Silver Creek Barn or our Pachel Reception Hall. The Silver Creek Barn is obviously going to be a rustic, kind of classic Kentucky barn. Seats up to 120. It has beautiful chandeliers and draping. It's got a patio on the back with string lights and fire pits and good farmland views. And then the Pachel Reception Hall is our largest venue, and that's going to seat up to 300. It's got removable tent walls for the indoor-outdoor feel. Also has a large patio with four fire pits, beautiful water feature, It's got an indoor water feature as well. And I tell everyone that one's more of the kind of blank canvas space. It's white and black and just very classic. And you can really transform it to be anything you want. I will say the ceremony overlook is probably one of the prettiest places for a ceremony in the state of Kentucky. And again, I'm not just saying that because we're sitting here. It really is in the fall months, the September, October, with the leaf changing. It's, It's breathtaking. Um, and I did peek over myself to see like what it looked like down below. It wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. But like you said, sitting back there as a guest viewpoint, it's just you're looking out over Richmond. And then as far as um, the barn venue that you mentioned, I do want to point out it has concrete floors in it. It does. Because a lot of barns that we have here um, do not have concrete. And so I think that is always a selling point. It is more of an upscale barn. Um if there is a, such a thing that it's a little bit on the higher end, uh, look wise. And then if a couple wanted to put a tent here on the property, could they do that for a reception? So we do. I've never had someone do that while I've been here just because the two venues that we offer, I think, kind of cover, <laughs> cover um, everything that a tent would. Sorry, I think I'm funny. Um, but, you know, the page of the reception hall, when the sidewalls are off, it gives that tent vibe. So I'm not saying we couldn't do it, but I'm saying I don't know necessarily why you would. But we do have some open grassy areas that I think could, you know, accommodate a tent if you wanted to go that route. Now, what is really cool that we have done with a tent is the patio of the reception hall. We have tented that to extend the reception hall space and been able to accommodate four or 500 guests utilizing that. So it's kind of just like the reception halls extended. And then those fire pits are then inside under a tent, the water features inside, and that's absolutely beautiful. Um, so that is one way I've seen a tent be utilized here. And I know since you have been here, um, you've even done several up- upgrades to the property as far as putting in a bridal suite now. Um, what other upgrades have you done in the past couple years? So the bridal suite was a big one because prior to that, it was two teeny dressing rooms. Um, So now we have that area. It's climate controlled. It's got a mini fridge, nice vanity mirrors, big old mirror for dress pictures. So that's been a nice upgrade. We've done some improvements to the barn, adding in like a built-in bar area, painting, just general upkeep. And then right now we are working on widening the road that goes back there. So previously it was a single lane road and it is currently being 
converted into a, you know, double lane for both lanes of traffic. Right now, you'll see some big piles of rock, but give it a month or two and it will be functional and is going to greatly improve the guest traffic experience as they're coming and going. And then we are also working on patio expansions up here at the Welcome Center, which is less for the weddings itself, but really nice for rehearsal dinners or if you're coming out for your bridal shower, bachelorette wine tasting, things like that. Because you are a winery, that means that you have to provide the alcohol for your weddings here, correct? Yes. So we are obviously a winery. We make all of our wine here. And then we also have our liquor license through the state here. So we do not allow outside alcohol. However, we do not require that you have alcohol at your wedding. We respect that some people don't want it for whatever reason. So if you want it, it does go through us. If you don't want it, then we will not staff bartenders and there would not be any available. Okay. And then I know that there are some venues in the area that require couples to buy a certain amount of wine. You said that you're not required to use it. So is there any type of requirement like that that you have? There is not. No. Okay. And since you don't have that requirement, do you also require them to use only your wines or could they ask for other options? It is just our wines. And then, of course, we have beer and liquor, um, whatever. I've had one case where a couple really wanted like a specific champagne or something like that because we don't make champagne. Then, of course, we would provide that. And so I usually tell my couples, if there's a significance to you, there's a special reason you want it. Like, oh, we had this on our first date or whatever. We try our best to accommodate that within reason, but we're not going to throw out Chanel wine and not serve it in order to bring out something else. Obviously, we're very proud of what we do. Absolutely. That's why we're here. And most people, once they try it, then they're like, oh, you actually have good wine. And I'm like, yeah, don't you want this at your wedding? And they're like, oh, yeah. So usually it's a not issue. And then as far as food, do you allow outside caterers here? We do. We strive to be as full service as possible. So we do offer in-house catering, everything from simple charcuterie all the way up to we're going to make crab cakes and carve prime rib right in front of your guests. We also offer plated buffet stations, past apps, whatever it is that you want. However, if a um, bride and groom feel like it's best to not use our catering, we do allow outside catering, but it just needs to come from, you know, licensed commercial restaurant kitchen. We want to make sure we're not having a potluck at a wedding where someone's going to have issues with the health code and things like that. So we just ask to have copies of you know, the proper documentation to make sure everyone's covered. Let's chat a little bit about pricing because that mm -hmm. is always the number one question. Do you have flat fees for the venues and then flat fees for catering or... Do the venues get a little bit less if you use your catering? Tell me how all that works. Yeah, so we have flat fees for our venues. The Pachel Reception Hall does change seasonally. There are some aspects of it that just aren't as beneficial in the non-peak season. Like, obviously, you're not going to be able to take full advantage of the patio and removing the tent walls. And so for that reason, we do um, discount it a little bit in the non-peak season. Like once we get, I think it's November, November on. So that one changes. The barn is the same year round. So we have those flat rates and then the catering is price per head, which is pretty standard for catering. But we have different packages you can choose from. So if you want something very simple, one of our most popular options is a pasta bar. That's a little more cost effective to feed a lot of people. Or if you're like, hey, that prime rib you were talking about sounds pretty good. I want that. Obviously, that's going to be on the upper end. And so we just look at your budget, see what you need to fit that, and then kind of try to put something together accordingly. And we're always happy to customize. And I think pasta bars have grown a lot in the past few years, not only because they are cost effective, but because they're a good option. Mm -hmm. It's something everybody likes and it's very easily to be made for vegetarians. You don't have to do different plates and stuff. You can just 
everybody goes to the same buffet or it gets the same sort of plate. Do you have off the top of your head any idea like what the minimum per person cost would be food-wise without any service fees or taxes? I would say probably 27 ahead is probably like our starting point for like our pasta bar, which does include um, a tray past appetizer along with it. I know a lot of times we have guests coming in from out of town and out of state. And a lot of times when I meet with couples, they try to keep weddings closer to Lexington. And then they soon realize that maybe that's not the best fit for them. So when they do come out to Chanel, talk to me a little bit about the hotels that you have nearby. Are there any Airbnbs nearby for out-of-town guests to stay? I love working with couples from outside of Richmond and even out of state. We work with some hotels down um, off of exit 87. I tell everybody you want to stay by the Starbucks, of course, so you can get your coffee in the morning. But there are lots of options right there. And even just in the past few years, some newer hotels have been built. So some hotels that I work with more frequently are like um, the Town Place Suites, the Holiday Inn Express, True by Hilton. I know I'm probably forgetting some, but basically any of the ones right there. And the nice thing is if you are doing a shuttle service for your wedding, they're all within like walking distance so you could have the hotel in the middle be the meeting point everybody meets there gets on the shuttle comes out and it's a 10 minute ride so i encourage a lot of couples to do that make sure their guests are taken care of and safe if you've been to chanel you know um, we are about i think it's seven miles from those hotels but it is a little bit of a curvy road if you're not used to that um, and everybody's like, man, y'all are out here in the holler. And I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. There are still double lines on the road as you were driving. You did not have to pass anybody in the grass. We are not in the holler. But if you are from a larger city and not used to that, it can be a little intimidating at night. So get a shuttle for your guests. Let's make sure they're safe getting home. Um, so I always work with those hotels. And then the other neat thing for your out-of-town guests is to consider... Um, what other options you might offer them. Like if you want to do a welcome party, if we want to offer a winery tour, we have done things like that with our couples where while you're doing the rehearsal, they're doing a tour and tasting with our winemakers and then everyone meets up here for the rehearsal dinner. So I do encourage couples to think about that and the full package and to let us offer all of those things that we have here and to really just take care of everybody from start to finish. I will say that on my drive out here, I actually had a lovely drive this morning. I grew up in a small town and the small roads like that, there was nobody in front of me. I had the music going. I was just ha living my best life on the road out here. But I can see how someone is from um, a bigger city and not used to those kind of roads. Mm -hmm. So the transportation really is a good idea. And also, if your guests wanted to stay in downtown Lexington, you can also shuttle them. It is very mm -hmm. common for the shuttles to run round trips every 30 minutes, every hour whatever to accommodate the guest. Absolutely. We talked about being able to bring in your caterer if they wanted to. Do you have an open vendor policy for pretty much everything else as well? We do. We welcome all vendors and are excited to work with new people. I do keep a list of, I guess I'll call it my preferred vendor list, not anything against any other vendors. It is just people that I have worked with frequently. They've worked here in our space. We know them and know their work. And it's people that I feel confident that I can recommend my couples to. I love getting to expand that list, though, so I'm always open to new vendors. And there's some categories that are sometimes harder to find and make recommendations for. So anytime I meet someone at Bridal Bliss or another show, I'm always eager to get their information and um, try to make those connections. And then I always like to have an idea of 
pricing for those vendors because you have people come in with all different budgets and it's nice to be able to know oh you're looking for a photographer and your range is you know three to five thousand whatever it may be this would be a great fit for you so that we don't send them somewhere where they can't afford it or it doesn't fit and so i love making those connections with fellow vendors and then you do require a day of coordinator here which i very much appreciate i think every couple should have a day of or a month of coordinator, whichever one you term you want to use. Um, is that something that you do for them or did they bring in someone for that? So we do offer both day of coordination and full service planning here. We, like you said, require at least a day of coordinator. And I would say the majority of our couples choose to go with us, but I have had other couples in the past where they have chosen to bring in someone else, another vendor. We're always happy to work with them. But we just recognize the importance of having a day of coordinator and that when something goes wrong, that we're not bothering the poor bride in the bridal suite trying to get her hair done and that she's running out trying to count centerpieces or talk to the florist or tell the DJ where to set up. As vendors, we recognize the importance of that and know how crucial it can be. And we've just seen too many things go wrong before we required that to where we have decided moving forward this is where we want to be and this is our requirement and we recognize that that may not fit for everyone but we're just not willing to sacrifice on that for our name as a business and then also for the success of these weddings we want these couples to have the best experience possible so we're happy to offer that for them um, that would be with me or with one of our other staff members that works alongside me with our day of service we do three planning meetings with them throughout the process we run their rehearsal for them the night before make sure everyone knows where to go and then we're directing vendors day of running that timeline typical things with full service planning it's more of a hands-on we do six planning meetings through the process and you know how that goes but it is every detail from start to finish nothing is too small for us to help help them with and most venues it is becoming more common now for venues to require day of coordinators mm-hmm. again you hear the terms day of and month of used interchangeably here in the lexington area i literally mean the same thing when i mm-hmm. say use both of those terms but you do require them to have um, a business license and insurance it can't just be someone's friend from work that is managing the day it has to be a true professional that does this as a profession yes (laughs) that is very important we want to know that they are taken care of um, and that it is a professional that can be trusted and is reputable um, not hey my my friend my cousin my granny whoever Um, and I would I always tell the bride and when they start to tell me that I'm like oh will they be in wedding pictures and they're like well yeah of course I'm like then they can't be your day of coordinator. And they're like, oh, <laughs> like, there we go. That's the difference. Um, so I always tell them that. And then that that's kind of eye opening. And then they're like, you want to hire us or would you like to hire someone else? Because you're going to need it. So what do you think your average budget of a wedding that happens here on the property is? So I'm going to exclude micro weddings from this because we do get a yes. lot of those. I would say we've seen it go up in the last little bit. I'm going to say somewhere around, and this is going to be a broad range, probably in the 30 to 50 range. Okay, that's about I know that's very broad, but we have this big difference between our barn weddings and our page hall reception hall weddings. When you're going from 120 capacity to a 300 capacity, obviously costs are going to be very different. And then also, I'm not always privy to their entire budget. If I'm doing full service planning, I am. If I'm doing day of coordination, not always. So I do see a big a big difference between those two. And you talked a little bit about there are some months that you don't do weddings here for numerous reasons. Mm-hmm. What are your most popular months? September and October, by far. 
In my personal opinion, I think that is when the vineyard is at its prettiest. September is when we're harvesting. So you're going to see actual big clusters of grapes on the vines and it's absolutely beautiful. And then October, we're obviously getting that color change. So although there are not grapes, the vines are starting to change colors and they follow the patterns of the trees. And so it's still just so pretty. November, we still do weddings, but obviously things are starting to fall off. The vines are becoming more bare. It's still pretty. It's pretty here year round, but there's a big difference. So September and October will fill up on a calendar year before my May and June fill up. And it's kind of funny to see how that works. And we kind of grazed over this a little bit, but you do offer rehearsal dinners here on property and you do those in different spaces or in a different space typically than they would do have their reception on the wedding day. Yes. So we actually offer our couples the use of our private dining room for free um, when they book their wedding with us. So the private dining room is here um, in the Welcome Center. It seats up to 40 people, which is for your average rehearsal dinner is usually plenty of space. So normally that rents for $350. So we waive that as a gift to our couples and then they just choose what they want off of our catering menu. That does have to be our um, in-house catering because we're in our space with our prep kitchen. We don't allow other caterers in this building. But for most couples, they're happy to do that. It's one less thing they have to do. And not to hate on Richmond, it is my hometown, but we don't exactly have a lot of fine dining options. Growing up for every birthday, we went to the Olive Garden. Um, So, you know, unless you want to do that, not hating on the Olive Garden, but, you know, there's not a lot of choices. So it's nice for people, especially if they're not from here, to be able to go to their rehearsal and then come up here and everything's ready for them. So we offer that. And along with it, you know, we're happy to do centerpieces, decorations, whatever they want, or they can keep it simple and just have some food and good one. I'm a big fan of doing the rehearsal dinner as close to rehearsal as you can get it. You can't get it any closer than this. Because when you start moving people from point A to point B to point C, they start, oh, I forgot this at the hotel. I forgot this at home. Let me run back and get it. They get sidetracked. Oh, let me stop and do this errand where you start wasting time, basically, and it's not efficient, honestly. So when you can do it all here and then the guests can go back to their hotels, go back to the Airbnb, they have more time to spend with each other at that point. Absolutely. Let's go back to um, just the winery in general. I know you have a lot of uh, fun events. I see on your social media, you literally put up event calendar every week. Talk to me about some of those like weekly events, events you have during the summer. Oh my goodness, our event calendar is full. We just hosted Galentine's. Um, we're in that season currently, and we had 500 ladies out. <laughs> 500 for our Galentine's event. Holy cow. It was insane. It um, was super cool, though. It was fun. So that's been our biggest one lately. But we every week do a free yoga class. We were supposed to be here in the Welcome Center, but whenever 53 women showed up for the first one, we're like, well, we're going to have to move this to the reception hall. So it's in the reception hall now, but it, we do keep it free because we want to build that community. And we just ask that you keep that in mind and come up here and support us after buy a glass of wine, buy a cupcake, whatever it is. So we see a great turnout for that. We also do live music every Saturday night. We bring in a good, um, you know, local musician, acoustic duo, trio, single, whatever. And that's from six to nine. So that's a lot of fun. And then we put on events that happen maybe once or twice a month. So tonight we have a paint and sip class. 
typically that brings out more of our ladies crowd for like wind down wednesday we have murder mystery dinners that we do we do special wine pairing events we have a great um, wine club that's really picking up right now where they're the first to get to taste our wine releases that come out to the public so i mean we have a lot going on and then as the weather warms up we will utilize the page hill reception hall for concerts and bring in a little bit of bigger names from like the lexington louisville nashville area and have concerts with like 300 people so we have a lot going on and I always tell everyone watch our social media um, we're on instagram and facebook at chenault vineyards and then you can always check out our website chenaultvineyards.com as well for our full events calendar awesome well stacy thank you so much for joining me today um, i love just having you on here and seeing your passion for for your work for working with the couples and for what you do here at the winery it really is incredible that we have everything the space offers for couples here in central kentucky Well, thank you so much for being here. I'm glad I finally got to be on and we got it together. And I just enjoy working with you in the studio so much. So thank you. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.